now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Issue 173, we are two away from 175, which is wild as shit. But I am X to exile. But I am joined by the guy of New York himself, 1017 Van Red, ladies and gentlemen. And we are, of course, here to give you the latest and greatest in comic book news. But before we do that, we got a bullshit. Mostly about the reason that the show is late this week, which is NXT Super Tuesday. Yeah, Um, What a time. How do you actually feel about the show? So I'm going to keep it 100% real with you. I did not watch AEW. So how do you feel about (laughs) Um, it? I had AEW on the small screen, big screen. I had uh, NXT. Um, I feel like both the shows are pretty good. You know, it was cool to see certain people in NXT. Um, Undertaker showing that was fucking hilarious. I was not expecting that. But then, um, yeah, AEW is all right. You know, shit. Sh- any day Saray doesn't have a belt is perfect in my eyes. I mean, also, shout out to um, uh, Roxanne again sent sent the guy by Oscar. That was pretty cool. Bro, you know, Roxanne man. got hit with a goddamn Arkham beat down, dog. <laughs> like that's like the match was like it was like ru- like roughly competitive. You know what I mean? Like Roxanne was trying her hardest. Or at least that's the story they was trying to convey. But I want to say five minutes in, you just see Oscar be like forearm punch, forearm back fist kick, forearm. You know what I'm saying? Stiff kick, right. and she was over. Shit was over. It looked like it looked like it looked like the first time you saw the Arkham be down to the Arkham City trailer. <laughs> it was the it was the uh the triangle circle combo square the match and square. You know what I mean? <laughs> cape uh square wife. You know cape cape, cape, cape stun beat down yeah, beat down square beat square down. square. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah yeah she tried but yeah both I thought both shows were all right you know. Um. I, I I was like, you know, I was doing real life shit by real life shit. I mean, cooking and stuff by like while watching NXT and whatnot. So I, I'm not sure I got to be able to see the start of the show. Uh, but I see, I did see Dominic Mysterio grow some hair on his chest and slap the shit out of Ilya, uh, Ilya Drogonov. Yeah. And he slapped him so hard, the whole crowd and Rhea Ripley was like, oh, you, we ain't know you had that in you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we 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 didn't see you growing up, but Drug Enough was like, "Nigga, I'm about to give you the drugs." It woke him up, bro. I, I like I said on Twitter, it turned him into the Winter Soldier. It just activated him. He <laughs> <laughs> started going crazy after that. But, what uh, was the uh, what was the chant they used to activate Bucky? Bucky November Delta. Just <laughs> <laughs> all these random words, man. Activating them. All it took with Dragon of took was the chop, man. So shout out to him. Um, that happened. Cena pulled up. For multiple segments, um, Honda Civic, which threw me off. Yo, an electric blue Honda Civic. I gotta listen, man. A lot of niggas. I saw a lot of tweets. I want to say, I want to ask you if you also saw these same tweets, right? Uh huh. I saw a lot of niggas saying, "Get that bullshit out of here." John Cena is not driving that shit (laughs) to NXT. And then I saw a lot of true Cena fans come out of nowhere and was like, "Yo, no, no, man, he has a car YouTube dog. Like this is this is his shit. Like y'all don't understand." I wasn't hit myself. I wasn't hit, bro. I seen Cena pull up like your local, you know, Mexican neighbor with the low, (laughs) low Honda Civic. You know what I'm saying? I was not expecting that. It threw me off a little bit. (laughs) 
John, yeah, John Cena has the same car taste as Paul Walker in Too Fast, Too Furious, dog. Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not being funny here, man. Um, go ahead. Up in the Crip Blue uh, Civic, man, going crazy. Hey, Chevy Blue, like real when you feel yeah, me. Um, crazy. What else happened? Oh, but like NST was a great show. Uh, John Cena was in the main event as a manager with Paul Heyman, and Solo came out, and Undertaker came out, and um, Braun Breaking and Carmelo Hayes had another banger. Shout out to them. Um, but did you see the the numbers that came out as a result of NXT Super Tuesday? Then yeah, I seen that. Um, the, I think it was Mills. I think I think it was Mills that compared it to Graduation and Curtis <laughs> by Fifty Cent. So I think that was pretty spot on. I think Mills is so smart because he damn near got the exact same numbers. Same right Same numbers. That's why it was brilliant. Yeah. And for those of you who lived through that, that means NXT came out what nine hundred and nine hundred and twelve. 912,000 viewers mm-hmm. total. Um, and AEW came out with somewhere in the low 600s. Yeah. Uh, so we can we can say that is a resounding ass whooping. Good goddamn. Yeah. Woo! That was pretty rough, and that, man. And that was Edge's first first match back, too, in yeah. AEW? Yeah. Or back, because like the nigga has never been there before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, his first match there, but yeah, um, yeah, great, uh, great one for NXC. Uh, good night for wrestling, man. Good, good night for wrestling. Um, damn, I can't. We all here talking about the Tuesday Night Wars like it's the great year of our Lord 2019. Ain't some shit. What, what happened to us, man? <laughs> Last night felt like niggas black and gold back until I seen all these other niggas. On hey, the show. hey, man, hey, man, a lot, a lot of people. Hey, listen, two years ago when NXT rebooted and did 2.0 and ever, everything. We saw a lot of niggas give up on the kids, bro. And I'm not even going to call them kids. Niggas is hesitant. Bro, the niggas are my age. I'm calling them kids or something like that. But (laughs) (laughs) um, people gave up on Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, even Von Wagner, all types of motherfuckers in NXT, right? Mm -hmm. Two years later, these niggas are putting on bangers, and they're showing up on Raw. Right, right, right. I think it's kind of cool how they kind of like weave them in and out between uh, NXT and the main shows. I really do. Uh, I love that Carmelo Hayes got the John Cena rub purely from being from Boston. I thought, I thought that was really cool. Um, <laughs> That's love. The only two Boston exports we fuck with besides T. Um, yeah. What else What else has been happening in life? Um, <laughs> the world is at war outside of America, bro. Oh, yeah. Damn, the war. Um, yeah. I don't know really how to... It was a... I don't know what started the war, but Israel and Palestine are in conflict once again. Um, it was spurred by a surprise Hamas attack, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, them niggas pulled up in the middle of the night. Niggas started hang gliders. When I seen the nigga hang gliding like it was Call of Duty Warzone, I said, oh yeah, these niggas ain't playing, bro. Dog, I, I'm i gonna keep it real with you. First of all, Twitter sucks right now. Purely because Elon Musk fucking it up and there's a lot of misinformation running around, right? So when I saw that video of the man with the hang glider like Van was just talking about... <laughs> Bro, I thought it was like just cause two footage. I'm not same, being funny. Same, same shit, I yeah. thought I thought it was like I was watching a Batman show or some shit like that. Like I wasn't being funny. And I pulled it up. And I was like, oh no, that's not CGI, nigga. That's that is a grown man in the hang glider. Oh my god. You know what I mean? So uh, like I showed Michaels <laughs> WrestleMania, bro. <laughs> he was going crazy. <laughs> um, there have been reports of decapitated children, um, women being defiled and whatnot. 
However, uh, none of the reports, reports have been substantiated. And just before I got on while I was cooking dinner, I saw a report that Joe Biden said something to the, to the effect of, I can now confirm, you know, babies have been decapitated, et cetera, et cetera. And then walk that shit back two hours later. So I'm only saying this to say this. If the president of the United States can be susceptible to misinformation, particularly, you know, coming from niggas who are being currently accused of, you know, war crimes over the last 60 to 70 years. Um, I think everybody should try to do their media training a little bit and try to find some credibility in all the shit that's coming out right now. Um, And that's if, like, even if you, if you don't fuck with Palestine, which you should, there's no excuse. Like this, I'm gonna keep a hundred percent real with y'all. I'm someone like, I'm, I'm not, I'm very black or white. You feel me? Like, there's not really complications about oppression and genocide. You feel me? Especially being black folks in America. It's pretty simple to me and you. Like, is that, that's not right. something I got to go into detail about it, right? Like, everyone gets that here. Cool. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and act like kids being killed is cool. But, like, it's war, my nigga. Um, this is what happens with war. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not excusing it. But, like, every revolution throughout history has been violently got, gained. Um, I'm not talking just American. I'm talking about the Haitian Revolution. I'm talking about the Irish. Yo. Google the Irish Revolution, dog. Google what the Irish went through. Yeah, the niggas and, can't watch. Yo, like every revolution, like post-colonial, whatever, like colonization first came to Earth, has been violently won. Every single one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna be in for some shit for a while until this conflict dies out, whenever it does. Um, I just gotta say, fuck Netanyahu. That's all I gotta say about him. Fuck, fuck him. Fuck the Israeli government. I'm not saying fuck the Jewish people because I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm saying fuck the Israeli government in particular. These Zionist motherfuckers fucked up. Right. That's excess pol- political speech for the day. Um, then how are you feeling about this? Because um, I know like I am younger than you and you have always been a little bit more conscious than I have or at least a little bit more ahead of the curve I am. So what do you feel about it? Hey, man. Hey, man. Shit. It was bound to happen. As long as these uh these uh Zionists go unchecked, um, yeah, it's just bound to happen. You know, I, I get it. People, you know, people are mad about the babies getting beheaded, but like, what about the buildings falling on allegedly? Kids while I want to say that allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. But, like, but what, like, yeah, what about right. buildings falling on families in the middle of the night? That was happening years before this had even you know went down. But like, but for context for people who don't like keep up with shit like this, which God bless you. Mm-hmm. Um, Gaza has been under a blockade since 2007, so since before the Obama administration. Um, that means like people they can't get medicine and food out within like the the normal channels. You know what I mean? Like that fe- that fundamentally fucks with everything they need to do, right? With that being said, there is a whole generation of children in Gaza who have never known running water and electricity, bro. Yeah. There are whole generations who have known nothing but being bombed randomly for the last decade. I can say, like, generations, but there's not a lot of elders left in Gaza, bro. 40% most of the population's under 18. Yeah, most of them are uh, children, yeah. There's not there's whole, there's not a whole lot of elders left. You want to know why? Because of ethnic cleansing and genocide. Because Israel let people from fucking Brooklyn, white folks from Brooklyn, come to their country and be like, yo, you can just, like, dubiously say like your people used to live here and just come steal their house, bro. Like, can you imagine going to Aldi and coming back 
and niggas are eating your apples in your kitchen and be like, bro, I just live here now. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that, I'm like, I, I wish I was being funny, people, but I'm not. Like that's, that's literally what's been happening to folks and shit like that, man. Right. Um so yeah, man, we're we're gonna be in for a long, a long, drawn out period of time where shit's gonna be rough. Cause um I saw a tweet today that I wasn't, you know, actually out and working during the pandemic. Well, oh not the pandemic, when when Russia and Ukraine broke out. But I got a homie who works at a factory, and he said, yo, niggas were literally about to box in the factory when that shit happened, right? Um, I don't not know a lot of Ukrainian folks or Russian folks, but I do know a lot of Jewish people and Palestinian people, and I know some shit's going to pop off in public. So if you are around when that happens, try to be as neutral as possible without, like, you know, getting in trouble. That's all I, that's all I want to tell people. Um, or teach you how, how to squabble. Yeah. Or that too. Yeah, um, yeah, it is what it is. But um, yeah, man, I stand on Palestine, free Palestine until it's backwards. Facts. Um, on something that's a little bit more, I don't know, upbeat but not violent, um, or just as violent but upbeat. It's been twelve years since the Face Off episode of Breaking Bad. Oh um, man, classic. So I want to say R.I.P. to Gus. Shout out to Giancarlo Esposito. Shout, shout out to T.O. Uh, Salamanca. Um, <laughs> I didn't I see that episode until like two years ago. But Van, did you watch that shit live? Nah, I I, re, I, I just didn't start watching Breaking Bad until I was in college, man. And like after the fact, man. But that shit was fire. I'll never forget watching that for the first time. R.I.P. my son Gus. Real one. <laughs> Real one. Um, I didn't see it until the pandemic. And I remember texting Justin when I saw it. I was like, bro, what do you mean this whole why he look like Ghost Rider? Like, what, what's yeah, going on here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I saw the clip today for the first time and I like I finally noticed the nurses in the background and shit being like, So your skull is showing he, he just straightened his style, like, nothing happened. You know what yeah. I mean? Um so yeah, shout out to Breaking Bad. Um did you see the I think it's Vince Gilligan, right? Who's the showrunner? Of Breaking yeah. Bad, or who was the showrunner of Breaking Bad? Uh, he floated the idea of Junior like doing a spinoff and basically becoming his own kingpin, like Power. Um, <laughs> it would be exactly like Power, too. Like, I'm not being funny, yeah. Um, yeah. It, would, it would literally be like, but that Power, but like, I saw so many people be like, get the fuck out of here, yo. Yeah, like, yeah, it wouldn't I make sense, was, man. I, I, I think he would come off more like Shabnam in de- a deadly class, you know what I mean? Like. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Hit a hit a, a kid with crutches. Also, I just had your whole family wipe. What you really going to? You know it's what I mean? Be like Timmy on South Park, bro. Like, All right, man. You ain't gotta do that, man. You gotta do that. Do you remember the South Park episode where is it Timmy and Jimmy fought? Yeah, and it was like they was yeah. yeah, they had beef and shit. They they really like Timmy was in the mud out the chair, bro. I was like, listen, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It was that, that's people. That's why I feel like. Like it's, I'm not even being funny. I'm not trying to make like a, a ableist joke or nothing like that. But I do think that's actually how like Junior's spinoff would go. You would just see him like basically like jumping out of his crutches or his chair or whatever. They'd be like, you know, you think you fucking playing with me, nigga? Like you, 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 you think you, I don't got the product or some shit? I got the blue right here, nigga. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he, he'd be out there like rolling Ray during the riots. Remember that? Was, he was on the front lines. Oh my god. Oh. Front lines. Okay, so like I think this would be funny, right? But like, can you imagine Junior doing the exact same thing? Uh, remember the episode where Walt saved Jesse by running down on some on one dude and then shooting the other just randomly? Yeah. 
Yeah, can you imagine Junior doing that that shit? That would be hilarious. <laughs> Damn, that'd be yeah, that'd be pretty funny. That lie. would be funny as hell, bro. Like out of context, imagine that clip comes across your Twitter. You're like, nigga, is that Junior doing a drive by? That's like, what I'm worried about. That meme hits the timeline. Oh my god. Oh yeah, because I remember when Brand. You remember when Brand Stark got the power and everyone was like, "What he gonna do, dog?" Remember <laughs> when Brand Stark was staring down Jamie when he first got the NFL? <laughs> It'd be like that. Do you remember when they edited the curb theme on it after that? Yeah, that's that's an A1 meme right there. That's an A1 meme. If anyone still has that, can you send that to me? Yeah, please. please. Thank well, you. I haven't seen that in years. Like I haven't seen that in years, bro. Um, what else has happened in life since last week? Um, that's pretty much besides it, yeah, besides the war, nothing else is super bad has happened. Yeah, right? It's just been wartime, but outside of that, nah. Um but damn, we can actually move on to the show for once. This is relatively yeah. early for us, but I'm cool with that. Um, let's go ahead and hop into dead shots this week. Before we get in, anything you want to kick, uh, touch on, Van? Before we get into the show, um, is anything? Nah, nah. But everything I want to talk about is gonna be later. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, we we have a lot of MCU stuff to talk about later. Right. Um, but we're gonna start for Ironheart. Ironheart has now been listed for a September 2025 release date. Um. Man, how you feel about this? Um, man, nigga, two years for this shit, bro. I, I'm sick. Um, especially since I know it's shot. Like they shot most of it. Like, I think if anything, they probably have like uh, probably have a few reshoots to do. But it's shot. Like most of it is done already. Um, yeah, is. I think the last update we got about this was like it finished shooting. Like it's not done editing, but it finished shooting, right? Yeah, like we seen um Anthony Ramos is playing the uh I think he's the leader of the hood. And this, he's like, you see him running down New York City. Like, this is shot. They already shot it and everything. I guess they're going to have it on ice for two years for whatever reason, but. Uh, like, no one, no one Kevin Feige, some shit that's tangentially related to this shit ain't going to happen for, like, a year before this. So, like, you got to push this back two years, which is a dumbass way to do things. But, you know, I literally Marvel's letting you know their lesson now. So, we'll talk yeah. about that later as well. Uh, let's talk about James Gunn for a little bit. Mm-hmm. James Gunn has stated he is ready to officially announce more castings for Superman Legacy once the actor strike officially ends, which hasn't ended yet. Um, this might just be Anthony Kerrigan. For those of you who don't know what that is, that is Noho Hank from Barry. Um, as Metamorpho and shit like that, like shit that got leaked right before the basically the strikes went into effect. Right. Um, but what, what else do you think he's had casted so far? Um, we got Lois. Did we get Lois? We have Lois. Yeah, we got Clark and Lois. Um, Rachel Brosnahan will be Lois Lane with Shout Out to Marvel. This is amazing. I know we got um, a few JSA niggas. Um, but yeah. We I got mean, Mr. Terrific. Yeah, like all those kind of, you know, people. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But it's like, I'm more concerned about like the greater DC thing. Like, like nigga, can we get a Batman casting? Who's playing the Green Lanterns? Like, I, yo, I just want to know a Green Lantern. I want to know just, did we get a Guy Gardner actually? Uh yeah, he's gonna be in um Superman. So we got one, I think. Oh Nathan Fillion, right? Yeah, so we got yeah, Nathan yeah. Fillion, we got Anthony Kerrigan, and we got um I think is it Darwin from X Men First Class playing yes, um yes. Mr. Terrific? Yep. All right, cool. So we got them three so far. So I want yeah, I need I need enough Justice League Wonder. Like a Martian Manhunter or some shit. Cause like, somebody it, major. Like who's like who's like somebody's really gonna be part of the Justice League? I, Cause I don't really care about the JSA. I'm gonna be honest with you. So 
JSA is kind of important, but not real. Honestly, we like carriers, X. We carriers. You, hey, you said it, man, not me. Yeah. Um, but I will say this though, like you know, the as the days go by, the the probability of getting the JSA from Black Adam back on the screen goes down tremendously. I think that's, um, I think that team is cooked. I be honest. <laughs> Only person least, they might bring in is Aldis Hodge, maybe. Yeah, I I can't really see them bringing back Pierce Brosnan with all because like Pierce Brosnan is an old Hollywood type motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, like he's not waiting around for y'all to get y'all shit together. He's like he's like waiting in the sense he's like nah I'm not going to mess around bro I need a beat I need a producer yeah. I need a story you know what I mean <laughs> um, yeah, yeah you know what I mean he came with he came you he don't want, he don't want you fucking around you know so you don't want another James Bond debacle you feel yeah. me even though he really um, he was really good in um as Doctor Fate yo arguably the best person in the movie yeah. arguably like real shit um but speaking of more casting announcements or prospective casting announcements. Fantastic Four, this is for you, Van, has been casted in full, but will be announced only after the strikes are over. Um, they're also aiming to start filming in 2024. So, Van, how you feeling about this? Hey, man. Um, pay these niggas so we can see who it is. And it better not be Booth, man. If it's some Booth niggas, you'll definitely hear about it on here, man. But, uh, yeah, man. I, I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm just glad they fucking find someone. It's been four years. It's it's been right. it's been, yo niggas could have had had went back to college and came back out by the time they casted this shit, bro. Yeah, but, don't don't drag it out to uh San Diego Comic Con, nigga. Soon as that that paperwork is signed, nigga, just tweet out the names. Don't no hype video, nothing. Yo, if when is New York Comic Con? Uh, this week actually. This week, if they yeah. somehow agree a deal on the strikes, like tentatively, right? By New York before New York Comic Con, just announce it then. Yeah, just announce it. It'll be the biggest Comic Con yeah. of the year because you know there have been no fucking writers and actors promotion and no Comic Cons right. all summer. And we're well announce into them. fall. We're well into fall already. Almost a month in the fall. So we are. We really are a full month. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, it's PSL season. That's nasty, man. Yeah, um. Something came out about Across the Spider-Verse this week saying that the ending was added six weeks before the movie was done. Um, That is, yo, that is, I feel bad for the workers, right? Um, Because remember, like, we didn't hear shit about, like, how, like, regular ass shit in a CGI or in a movie takes 50 hours to do or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. They had to do the whole ending sequence, like, the whole, like, ending little montage in six weeks or less. No wonder we got a DLC update day one. <laughs> it was a pretty elaborate uh, ending. It's not like it's uh, you know, some thrown together shit. So, hey, it's fucked up, man. Shout out to the, all the visual effect artists. Shout out to the visual effect artists. Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't put it on here, but I did want to give a shout out to I think the Disney visual effects workers. They ratified their co- either their contract or they uh voted to unionize. But either one, shout out to them. Um, but Deadpool three and Captain America four are currently. Marvel's top priorities to get done, before, you know, coming out of the strikes. Um, that tells me big things are happening in both those movies, which we already talked about at length about Deadpool three. But what do you think is going on in Captain America besides like Harrison Ford as Presidente? Um, I think, huh? I think they're gonna. I I don't really. I'm be honest. I don't really think anything major is really gonna happen. I think it's just gonna be more X Men baiting, hinting 
shit going on. But outside of that, I don't I don't see anything major happening. Um, Maybe Icarus comes back because you know it, it's about the celestial coming out the ocean. That is oh, true. Um, it is about adamantium. Um, I don't really, I don't know which it's because I know Seth Rollins is in it. We get in the Surface Society. I remember that society. It's like it's like a fatal. It's like a war games match, bro. <laughs> <laughs> got Red Hulk, Captain America, uh, Winter Soldiers in it. Uh, and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is definitely pedigreeing somebody in it. Um, I want. Uh, we don't really. I want you know. I want to know what Captain America Four is more about besides Anthony Mackie Wilder, but we'll get to that eventually. Um, you want to get to a little bit of Aquaman news though? Yo, <laughs> let's do it, man. Okay, so I'm going to frame this story correctly, right? So I'm going to give you all a preface saying this. Variety put out an article, I think, yesterday. We recorded this on a Wednesday, so Tuesday, um, the 10th. We're talking about Aquaman and the shit that's happening on the set. I want to say this right now. The primary source of this article is Johnny Depp fans. Not bullshit. Like, this is in the Variety article. The primary source of this information is Johnny Depp fans who paid the legal fees in order to leak the, like, explicitly leak the documents <laughs> of Amber Heard's therapy notes um, during, while she was filming Aquaman 2, and it was subpoenaed as basically part of the discovery for Johnny Depp's trial, lawsuit against Amber Heard. Um, with that being said, and, like, as nasty as that sounds, this is what the notes in the report say. Um, quote, Jason said he wanted me fired, dot, 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 Jason drunk, Dash, laid on set, dressing like Johnny, has all the rings too, right? Um, the article then goes on for further to say, like, that a deep, basically someone from DC Studios, the spokesperson said, Jason Momoa has always dressed like a hippie, basically. That's, that, that, that's the crux that they were saying, right? Um, the, I, I went ahead and found the full context of the notes, and the full context of the notes state, like, Amber Heard acknowledged that Jason Momoa did not basically do this to intentionally spite her or nothing like that. Even though they seem to not be friends, um, he ain't go basically he ain't go out of his way to harass her about it. Is what they're trying to correct here. Um, and Amber Heard seems to acknowledge that within the notes themselves, she hasn't come out and made a statement or anything like that. But that's what the primary source is saying, so I'm going with that. Um, continuing on with this, DC said something about this uh, about that basically the allegation of him coming on set drunk, like I said in the notes. And quote: Jason works his ass off, likes to have a beer one. Every once in a while, like everyone else. So they quasi confirmed she was right. Um, it then goes on to say James Wan treated Amber Heard like a pariah. Quote, he raised his voice at me. I can't even post about Aquaman. Made it like it was my fault. I said, I'm sorry. Um, the notes then go on to talk about how DC started the formal procedure to fire her and replace her after Aquaman won before the Johnny Depp lawsuit actually started. Um, but this, that. yeah, but that this is the detail about Elon Musk, which is Elon Musk, which I ain't noticed shit. Amber Heard's ex boyfriend, apparently, he still wants it back. Um, sent a scorched earth letter to WBD telling them, If you fire my beloved, it's war, nigga. Um, what the fuck is Elon Musk gonna do? Suits like, come Read on, man. Um, cars, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the the report basically ends uh, saying at least two Amber Heard scenes were cut from Aquaman 2, um, an action scene and a love scene. 
I'm I'm generally cool with like not having more love scenes and shit. I'm not one of the people who was like no sex and nothing. Um, but I'm I'm generally cool with not seeing like awkward love scenes like the one we saw in Eternals. Um <laughs> so with all that, what I just said, Van, how are you feeling about this shit? All right, so I will say this. You niggas, how these niggas got this information is very nasty. Yo, how you feel about a person, but leaking a therapy notes is crazy, bro. That is that is like that is some vile shit. That's some cobra um, shit. That's some you know what I mean? Like that's this shit is crazy. That's some kingpin shit. Like I'm not being I'm yeah. not being funny, yo. Like 100%. nigga Steven tonight wouldn't have even put that in Daredevil season three, dog. Like, yeah, man. Like, nah, that, I think that's that's really disgusting on them niggas and leaking niggas therapy notes. Um, second, um, Johnny him coming dressed as Johnny Depp. It's funny because the nigga really dresses like that all With the Johnny time. Depp. Like, <laughs> like, niggas really dress like it's kind of hilarious. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I don't want to diminish anybody's you know experience, but the nigga do dress like that all the time. Anyway. But, and uh, has so for years, like yeah, it's like yeah, decades at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back when the nigga was still Cal uh, Cal Drago, the niggas was dressing like that and shit, right? So yeah. Second, uh, the James Wan thing is interesting because, like, <laughs> I really feel bad for him because he really tried with this. Fr- he really tried with this franchise, you know. He really did, bro. But he just got the shittiest hand of cards dealt to him. <laughs> like the shittiest, like all ones, like no jokers, no nothing, no yeah. He really tried um to do his best with this franchise, but he got screwed at the end uh, from all sides. So him beefing with her, I I really just think that's misdirected anger. I really just like he's, he's pissed off at WB and DC. Um, more so than her, she happens just to be, you know, there. Yeah, yeah, collateral damage, honestly. Oh, yeah, he can't cuss out Jason Momoa because yeah, he can't cuss out Momoa because first of all, Momoa's a, his boy, and he's probably equally as frustrated with the whole situation. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So James Wan is probably in the top. Uh, keep know, in mind situation. for everybody keeping score for not to interrupt you, fam. I'm sorry, yeah, but keep ahead. in mind for everybody keeping store. They've done three rounds of reshoots, one for each regime WBD has had since this movie's been in development. So I can absolutely get how fucking tired they are. Plus, I think James Wan just recently had a health scare, right? Right. He had a health scare. He had the reshoots. Movie kept getting pushed back. Which they, reshoots were going up until the strikes happened, which this article states as well. Up into the strikes, like, on, on top of this, like, you know, getting pushed back. Then you being told like, oh yeah, this shit is not gonna count towards the future. So basically, it's gonna throw away movie that you've been working on for four or five years. Uh, yeah, just it was just a lot. Going. The Amber Heard trial, Johnny Depp yeah. thing on top. It's a lot for him. So I get it. You know, he's probably frustrated. He probably can't wait for this shit to be over. Um, I think the interesting thing is though, like um, the Amber Heard shit, like her getting cut from the movie. Like, bro, I kind of felt like that was gonna happen anyway, just cause like. There's not really much for Mera to do left in the story. Like I feel like Mera's done all her big like plot points, other than like have the kid. Like you know, I, if they wanted to like reflect some recent shit, um, they could have her like become Queen of Atlantis, like she did in um, what was that fucking Justice League story from a couple of years ago? Snyder wrote it, not Drowned, Zack Snyder, Drowned. Scott Snyder. Drowned Earth. Yes, Drowned Earth. Um, she was either queen when that shit started, or or like 
she became queen during it or something like that. It was during the time when um Aquaman didn't have his memory or some shit like that. Like right after um was it Metal Two or whatever? Right. Um yeah. Uh if they want to like reflect some recent shit, they could do that. But like, yo, this franchise is not continuing after this. So there's really no point in further there's character no development point, for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have been really interesting for uh, the next the next movie, the final movie in this would have been tri- trilogy, but this is not happening. It's whatever at this point, but it seems like a wild scene for this Aquaman movie, just as chaotic as Flash, if not more so. Oh, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's rough. There them, seems man. to be like more on set incidents. Um, like, yeah, I think at least about Flash, what we've heard about the Flash set, everything was fine on set. It's basically whenever Ezra left the set is when they started wilding. Um, with Aquaman, it really seems like. She had the bad luck of being like not a super popping woman in Hollywood, and then also had the bad luck of dating one of the most popular niggas on the planet and very publicly falling out with them. Um, so she's in a really shitty catch 22, which I, I think is trash, but yeah, I, I, I struggle to um, leaking your therapy notes is fucked up, but like, why do you have Elon Musk on speed dial? Is my question. Um, yeah, and also like the fuck is once again, what the fuck is Eli gonna do, man? Like, I don't know why they so these, these higher ups are so scared of Elon, man. What the fuck is he gonna do, man? I will say he is absolutely known for suing regular people into oblivion because he's an asshole. Um, but I've seen every big ass trial he's ever had lost. So um, if you if you're shooting like Trump post election in the court system, I feel like you shouldn't be talking big shit to quite possibly the best the biggest or best media conglomerate the american people have to offer um yeah especially also like bro i would have snitched to the sec so quick they want him they want him down so bad man i'll be dropping dimes on elon if he tried to sue me. <laughs> you snitching like omar oh bro <laughs> this is bigger than van Ridd, bro i'm on the stand tell it if it, if it got a problem with van Ridd saying they can come say it to my exactly, face exactly bro exactly <laughs> um with everything being said about Amber Heard, with everything being said about Jason Momoa, we also have to talk about one Jason Momoa-related update, which is what was also included in the Variety article, um, that Jason Momoa isn't confirmed to be in talks to play Lobo. Um, and I feel like we're back in like 2012 getting this update or some shit like that. Uh, but Jason Momoa is confirmed to be in, in talks to play Lobo in either a standalone movie or in Superman Legacy. So, Van, how are you feeling about this? Um... Once again, y'all niggas know how I feel about Lobo. I don't really give a fuck about the character. But if they're going to do Lobo, which it seems like it's going to happen because he's wacky enough a character for James Gunn to want to take on. And then you also have a Momoa attached to it. I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. If they're going to do Lobo, they got to do Lobo and Crush, which was a really good comic. Crush is his daughter. Um, it's, it, be, it, be, it can create a cool dynamic, you know? Um outside of that i really don't care about lobo man i think it's a waste of jason momoa's talent i think there's other characters he could play in dc that would um better suit him i agree with you honestly and truly um i don't think lobo is a bad character but like i don't think lobo is important enough to warn his own spinoff you know what i mean or a big Um, actor like momoa playing him like you know like Lobo is a character I would give to somebody like what's my man's name who was in uh, Kingsman? 
Uh, damn, what's his name? Uh, the dude who played Eggsy, but I would also give it to the dude who played um, whoever the fuck his mentor's name was. I can't remember that shit right now. It was a Galahad, might be possibly. Um, but like, I think they would like either one of them would do good as Lobo. I basically feel like anyone who can do Wolverine can probably do Lobo. Um, but Lobo is like, y'all know the same way I talk about Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman, like. Mm-hmm. Marvel is trying to build Captain Marvel to be their Wonder Woman, but like she just doesn't have the, the historical and cultural cachet of Wonder Woman to ever be that. It's yeah. the same way I feel about Lobo. Wolverine is like iconic because like he's gone through shit, but also like there's no other character in comics like Wolverine. He's just yeah. iconic. It is what it is. He just has the it factor. Lobo is a cool side character. Right. That's he he's that's good that's to the, show up here and there. Exactly. He's he's the if you ever watch a, a sitcom, just pick picture one. You can think of Fresh Prince, Martin, Different Road. I don't give a shit, right? But think of this right now. Think of someone coming up and then the audience going just start clapping, applauding. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's mm-hmm. Lobo. Lobo He's is the cool. Jeff. Exactly. Thank Prince. you. He is. Like you Jazzy appreciate Jeff. the nigga when he's there, but it's like you know you wouldn't watch a whole Jazzy Jeff show. Exactly. Like he was. Uh, he was basically me along in the Fresh Prince, man. Great, yeah. great, great that you're there, but it was Neil Long really while we were watching the show? You feel yeah, me? Exactly. Um, yeah, he's a cool side character. I don't really see a, a movie him getting his own franchise, but like if James Cook can find room for him and keep Jason Momoa basically under under contract, then fuck it, let it happen. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just want Aquaman 2 to die a death at this point. Not a slow death, not a fast death. I just want that shit to come and go like this Drake album. All right. <laughs> Just wanted to be over, man. Like, just wrap it up. Yeah, um, like I just I really want to end this whole Snyder shit. So it's time for something new. Yeah. Um, and like I gotta I gotta say this. Like a lot of sites this last couple of days put out the update of no actors from the Snyder movies were gonna be carried over to the James Gunn verse. And I'm like, bro, he didn't been saying that damn near for a year. He said publicly a year ago, the only person they invited back was Ben Affleck. Yeah, but also I remember the, he he did kind of did dilly dally with it because with the whole remember when um Gal Gadot said she told to him it's like yeah we're good like every we knew that what that really meant but I guess she did it. <laughs> hey man, we got we got to say this though. I'll say this: every actor, every every DC actor over the last year, except except Ben Affleck, who played a role in the Snyderverse, has had a moment uh, or. Was in uh, was in a movie in development before the Snyderverse or during Zach. You got to give me my point. Basically, everyone pre gun. The Rock said we were good. Look what happened to the Rock. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot said we were good. Look what happened to Gal Gadot. Yeah. Michael Keaton thought he was good. Yeah. Look what's gonna happen to Michael Keaton. Yeah. No yeah. one is safe, my guy. Right. Like we we everybody knew that, but them, I guess you know, it's just hilarious. Um. And like you, yeah, like you said, like James Gunn was being cute with them. Being 100 real with you, um, people were straight up at it, asking him on Twitter, "Did you let Gal Gadot go?" No, we ain't let her go. But coincidentally, she ain't never show up as Wonder Woman again. Just right, letting them go, man. Text. Yeah, you definitely let it. It's like Tony Khan. Like I'm not firing you. I'm letting your contract run out. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not. Fi- so what you mean is you don't want me back though? That's yeah. firing someone, my guy. Exactly. Um. So yeah, James Gunn's. I wish James Gunn was would be a little. A bit more ruthless and aggressive about this, you know what I mean? Like you, you knew when you were interviewed by Zaslav if you wanted the niggas back. 
Right. Because, Plus, your whole gimmick has been like, oh, we're being so transparent with the fans. Like, come on, man. Yeah, but like, it's the same way. Like a foot, like if a football coach is getting hired, right? They'll ask you, do you want to bring any players in? Right. And you and you'll say this guy, this guy, and this guy. Like or if it's a basketball your own coach, staff, you know. What I mean? Oh yeah. yeah, they'll ask yeah, you, do yeah. you want your own head of medicine? Da 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 da. You felt it's the same way. James Gunn knew when he got fucking interviewed for this shit. No, I don't want Ben Affleck back as Batman. No, I don't want Henry Cavill as Superman. No, I don't even want The Rock as anything, nigga. Like <laughs> exactly. He knew this shit. I just wish he just came out and said that shit when he made his big announcement a year ago. What I think what he thought was like, I'm not sure they're gonna give us all the money I want for this shit. So I'm gonna, in case I gotta bring some of these niggas back, I'll bring them back. But perfect world, none of these niggas coming back. Right. Um, the only honestly, the only one I would have wanted back is um would have been Henry Cavill. Be honest with you. Honestly, if we got Ben Affleck's Batman movie, I would die a very happy man. Um, even if we got it in the HBO Max series form, I would die a very happy man. And I'm going to be very upset we never got that to happen. But I'm always going to remember for the rest of my life that you, not you there, but you motherfuckers, some of you listening to this right now are the very reason we will never get a Ben Affleck Batman movie. And I want hope that keeps y'all up at night like it does David Beckham. All right, man. Exactly. Exactly. Um, have you watched the Beck's documentary, by the way? Oh, yeah. That shit is amazing, bro. Like... I like I always liked David Beckham, but like it really just made me a fan again of him. I got I, I think it was really cool that it was some like people propaganda, not because like it, it was like tremendously capping on any shit, but like it went from the World Cup thing to like the very next season they won the trouble with United and they made it seem like they made it really seem like this nigga was ass for like the first three months of the season. Like and like struggling. Yeah. And like Grayson football tweeted out with like, bro, he was putting up record goals and assist numbers in the first three months of the season. He yeah. had a drought and like banged five in a month. Like, dog, what the what y'all yeah. mean he was he was in a downtime. He ain't he ain't playing like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they had to, that, that was all for the story, man. Ironically um, enough, he's gonna be at um He's gonna be at the mall over by me this weekend. I might actually go what pop up. Yeah, yeah. Yo, at the JC Tell him fuck with you. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Fuck with the black variant. We fuck with you. Ask, ask him about his Rockaway era. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I will. Uh, ask Victoria Beckham about that shit too, because she was like, "Did you hear her say that like, we like, I don't even recognize myself from this." Yo, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, that was three faces ago. You feel me? Exactly. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, Dame Dash's MTV True Life episode, and she was at his crib in London. I don't know. I'll never forget that. Yeah. What a what a. T- I feel old. We're gonna have to include this shit in the um, shotgun confessions back flashback. But that's besides the point. Um, let's get into Spider Man Two news a little bit, actually. So we got a yeah. new feature right about some suits. Um, some new, basically some new gameplay abilities. Um, also a reminder for everybody listening to this: as of right now, October eleventh. It is nine days till Spider-Man 2 comes out. So by the time y'all hear this, it'll be eight days. Um, wow. How you feeling? Eight days out, man. Oh, man, I'm excited, man. Uh, I'm, I, it's not it's nothing more I can say about it, to be honest with you. Only thing that's kind of disappointing me is these suits. It suits his ass. But um, outside <laughs> of that, I'm excited, bro. What's your beef with the suits? ones back in, man. What's your beef with the suits? They just don't look fly. It, it kind of they look kind of like overproduced. Like they put too much effort into the suits, you know. Like, they, they, they made them look too good. Yeah, like all my favorite Spider-Man suits are pretty simple. You know, they're not really complex. But uh, yeah, they they overdesigned it, man. Some of them. 
Honestly, I feel like I I do feel like some of these niggas do like be over, especially Miles suits because he doesn't have like the basically the historical catalog like Peter does. Right. Um, but I feel like one or two of the suits from the last game was really cool. But like if you take one detail out, it would have been like substantially cooler. Yeah. Um, I do think like some suits are not worthy to be in the game, and I'm going to call this one out. But I'm only saying this because I I truly believe it's the worst Venom suit. Out of, out of any any Spider-Man adaptation, but the the Spider-Man three Venom suit should not be in the game. Oh yeah, for Spider-Man or for yo Venom? for no for Spider-Man, bro. That shit is no, it's ass. lazy, bro. It's just the black suit of the the movie one. It's just ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's how do you how do you how do you make mid the hardest suit in the history of comics? Right. I hated that suit back then. Like so, that's how you know. Like. If, listen, in 2008, when everything was getting let fly, war crimes is going on, Marcus was just crashing, black people mm-hmm. was getting elected in office. That flew. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how they got away with that shit, man. But it was really, it was really butt, man. What's your least favorite Spider-Man suit? Was it? Is it that one? The shit they tried to push on us two summers ago. Which one? <laughs> the, uh, the Iron the- Spider shit. No, not the Iron Spider joint. Uh, remember Amazing Spider-Man? Like, I think during the end of Nick Spencer shit, or whoever the fuck last wrote the book, they try to get that shit out when he was being an influencer for the Daily Bugle. That oh, that yeah, gray and yeah. that gray and blue joint, that in orange joint, that shit was ugly. It looks was way it better like in this green? game. It wasn't like blue and green or some shit. It was. It was yeah, green. it was it was gray, blue, and orange. It low key yeah. like it low key looked like if someone made a, a Spider-Man, but like if he was dressed by by the Court of Owls. You know what I mean? Like that nigga was looking like the Seahawks logo, bro. Yeah, yeah like this is <laughs> shit is bad. That, man. that shit was not good. Though. It looks better in the game because it's in the game. I saw that. Um, but it looked at like God bless Patrick Gleason. He puts his his whole hand in whatever art he's drawing for for the Spider Man <laughs> book. But that suit particularly just was not good, dog. No matter how hard they tried to make it fetch, it wasn't happening, Gretchen. All right, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't happening, man. But yeah, that's a that's a pretty bad suit. I can't lie. Um, I got a little bit more Fantastic Four news. You want to talk about it? Yeah. So, um, as from that aforementioned update we gave you earlier, which is most the cast has been confirmed to be cast. Um, they just haven't announced yet because the actor strike. I want y'all to be aware of misinformation. A lot of journalists and scoopers. Have started saying who the cast is, nothing but and nothing has really been confirmed. Um, people have doubled down on uh, John Krasinski being Mr. Fantastic. People have wow. said, I, yo, listen, Marvel themselves came out and said this They're was a one time thing, yeah, like this ain't happening, yeah. Um, Krasinski, basically, all the names that we didn't heard before have been floated in the last week as confirmed. So, I want y'all to be aware of the names of Adam Driver, Matt Smith, Jake Gyllenhaal. Margot Robbie, um, Devon Diggs, Paul Mescal. Um, be very careful about who y'all believe in y'all scoops from right now because a lot of folks are really just shooting from the hip and seeing if they're right in about three weeks. You know what right. I mean? Um, so be careful about that. But Matt Shackman, you know, did say like they're aiming for 2024 uh, or aiming to start shooting in 2024 and that he's very excited about the, 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 the I think, the Panavision cameras that we said maybe he's going to use last week. Mm-hmm. Um so I will say this. It looks like they really want this to be really good. Um, and I'm going to say this about Loki because we're going to talk about that in a second as well. Um, if it looks like, if it looks at least something new, like the way um, the way we feel about the first hour of Wakanda Forever, basically. Like, yeah. 
the first hour of that movie looks whole, wholly different from anything the MCU has done in years pr- prior. Um, the, after that first hour, though, this shit becomes a very Kevin Feige joint. You feel me? Right. Um, with that being said, I want this movie to look stylistically different from anything else. I want this movie to feel stylistically different from anything else. I don't want them having the same goddamn jokes that every they've been trying to do with every Robert Downey Jr. clone in the MCU, dog. Like, make this special. Make this unique. Because you are already fighting the stigma of boring with the Fantastic Four. And you don't want to make some stepped on shit. Right, right, right. You, you got to work a little hard with the Fantastic Four to make them not boring, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you have an opportunity to do so. Um, I kind of wish the original thing happened and, you know, the rumors of Spielberg wanted, actually wanting to do this movie happened because I feel like he could have made a really good Fantastic Four movie. But um, yeah, we'll see, man. Like, I'll just, I, I, like, like, we'll talk about it later, but I kind of want Marvel to break their template anyway. I really wish they would, um, and we'll we'll talk about Marvel breaking their template in a second uh, with Loki season two. Have you did you watch the first episode, of Loki? Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I watched it. <laughs> Show still sucks, y'all. I, I'm gonna be real, man. You can't fool them. You how you feel them. about it? <laughs> oh, I jumped the jump, jump the guy. Yo, man, that shit sucks, bro. It's not good, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need to love Owen Wilson, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Shuddy, this playing Sylvie. But, like, yo, man, Loki's only here to sell these McDonald's toys. And get this, you know, I mean, get this McDonald's sponsorship off, man. Shit is ass. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually enjoyed the first episode of season two. Wow. Um, purely, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. It's not really a growth thing, it's purely because Owen Wilson is funny. Yeah, um, great. Just, just, just. Um, I might. I don't even think the whole show as a whole is like compelling, but I generally think Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston's banter is funny. Um, yeah, there's a there's a scene in this episode where like basically Owen Wilson, uh, Mobius, goes into the time stream to basically like pull Loki out of it type shit. Um, and I think. The first 10 seconds of that scene looks really cool mm-hmm. until they start zooming in on the suit Mobius is wearing, and you see how horribly out of pace his out of place his face looks. Um I'm not gonna say like sit here and be like this shit is like Moon Knight level CGI bad, but like y'all really gotta get y'all shit together before the next Avengers movie come out, yo. Like <laughs> they'll put all they'll put all, put all the guns on that one, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just like I, I'm just not feeling it, bro. Like Loki's just a very boring character to me. And then the whole time thing is just like I'm done with the time shit. Like I don't care. I don't care I, about the time shit. Yeah, I'm just I'm sick of the multiverse, man. I'm burnt um, out, bro. It's been it's been four years. Of the, well, I feel like we got to add an extra year because of the pandemic added to all this shit. Right. But dog, it's been it, we've been in the multiverse for a minute. We've been in something that talks about the multiverse for a minute. And I got to say, I think Marvel post Endgame, um, basically, they saw the success of Spider-Verse. It was like, yo, what if we did a whole phase like that, but the slowest possible version of it? You know what I mean? Drift feed in it. You know what I mean? Like, let's get into it, man. Like, I just, I'm tired of waiting. 
And I'll be honest, none of you niggas is doing multiverse better than Mortal Kombat 1, bro. They did it. <laughs> <laughs> they did it perfectly, man. I got I gotta say, man, in the words of little baby, you feel me? Um Marvel stole the drip from all my guys, bro. Like, yeah. which would you how do you steal glitching and put it in Loki? <laughs> I, I think yo, I think it's so fucking wild. I think it's so fucking wild, yo. That a whole Spider-Man third movie was written and ready to be filmed. And then weeks before filming, they were like, nah, bro, did y'all see Spider-Verse though? We're gonna bring back Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield. And then basically did that shit with the whole rest of this phase. They were like, y'all, nothing but cameos. Nothing but cameos in the multiverse, nigga. Loki is out here time slipping, bro. And they're they're calling it time slipping in the show, but it's glitching. It's literally glitching from Spider-Verse, bro. Um and like we're still living through the Spider-Verse trilogy. Like it's not like we 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 didn't see all three of these movies and the trilogy is done and now we could like reflect with time that you know Spider-Verse is influenced on shit. Um no, bro, we're living through like them biting the shit in real time. And like I really I'm just sick of this, man. I'm sick. I don't even think Loki was bad. I'm just really sick of hearing about the multiverse. I'm really yeah, I'm sick of hearing about multiverse. the yeah, I'm sick of hearing about branching timelines. I'm, talking, I'm sick of hearing about pruning. I'm sick of hearing about um, variants, which I thought that I thought the term was really cute at first, but now with some time, it just gets stupider and stupider, man. Everything's yeah. a variant. Everyone's a variant. How the fuck do you even verify who isn't a variant and who isn't in the MCU anymore? As it's been established, these niggas just erase memories on a whim. Right, and your coolest. You did your coolest variant thing too early with the Spider-Man, bro. That's the cool... They, they haven't topped that. They haven't if, topped that, and they never will until now my, the whole Kang thing happens. Um, um, yeah, until or allegedly Deadpool 3. Um, even with... I gotta see De- I gotta see Deadpool 3. I gotta see the end of this show to see if Deadpool 3 really does make sense. X, um, X. It's gonna be all nostalgia, brother. That's uh, all they got for you. Listen, I'm not even sure if that movie's still coming out. As of right now, it's keeping his release date. Um, well, the actor shot ain't over, man. Um, yeah. and in every mo- every day, like we said before, Deadpool three and Gar- Captain America four are the number one movies they're pr- they're prioritizing out, out of the strikes, right? Um, Deadpool three don't get made. Some shit's got to get moved around. Deadpool three don't get finished on time. A lot of shit's got to get moved around. Yeah. Um, basically, the whole slate depends on Deadpool three getting made on time. Basically, um, and this show is the setup for that. So, I will at least lipo this, but I'll say you know it at least started off better than the, the other one. Um, speaking of starting off better, let's talk about Daredevil. Um, uh-huh. we back in Hell's Kitchen, my boys. So, <laughs> a report came out from the Hollywood Reporter this past weekend, saying, or not this past weekend, this morning, um, saying. Daredevil Born Again will basically be rebooted from scratch. What that means is basically everyone who worked on the show, writers and directors, have been fired and let go. They are going to rewrite the series from the start. With that being said, Marvel plans to keep some scenes in episodes that were already shot, though other serialized elements will be ejected, meaning they're going to they're gonna strip whatever the fuck they've filmed so far for parts. And if they can keep it cool... But they're probably going to re- refilm all this shit, right? Um, by the time the strikes happened, only four episodes were complete. Um, 
and Marvel has since let go both of the head writers and all the directors for the remainder of the season. Um, and they've said some things like the show will now have two seasons. Um, but people have really pointed out the fact that a lot of the sources talked about in the story have insisted that these issues are pointing to the way Marvel does business as a whole. Um, and they have literally made a bullet point list. You can go on Culture Crave and find this. You can go on Discussing Film and find this if you like. But the bullet points are basically this. Lack of central vision. Not giving writers any creative oversight during their job time on the show, basically. A fix-it-in-post attitude. Film executives running around like Pac. Um, shooting $150 million seasons of a TV show on the fly. Damn, man. A lot, of these, a lot of these things sound like some shit we've been talking about for the last three or four years of the show. Yeah, and a bunch of shit that you can tell just by watching it, you know? Yeah. Um. So, in response to all this, not actually in response to this, before I get into this, something I actually forgot to put in the goddamn agenda. During the article, they went into detail about how this these type of issues created a toxic environment on the secret invasion set. Not bullshitting, y'all can pull this from the article. They said that factions had began on a secret invasion set, and it was built eating into so much time on the schedule. Actors were starting to be like, yo, I have to be in another country in like two days, dog. Y'all gotta figure y'all shit out. Right. All right. They they basically said no motherfuckers was set tripping on the secret invasion set. Um and with that being said, it kind of Puts together some shit Emilio Clark and Samuel L. Jackson was talking about before the show actually came out. I'm talking about, you know, their experiences on it and about how, you know, what I'm saying shit was tight, shit was serious, shit was um, you know what I'm saying, shit was stressful at the very least. Um before we actually even go further into detail, Van, how are you feeling about the story already? Shit is insane. I just want to bring up this basic point. These niggas were shooting a show with no showrunners, bro. No showrunners. <laughs> like, <laughs> niggas who run the show were not there, bro. This is this a showrunner, people. Like, this that's is basic we're not, shit. You get that. That's like getting like having a bad GM. Bro, we're, we're not talking about a PA assistant. We're not talking about food services. We're not even talking about a fucking director. Mm-hmm. A showrunner. How are you doing TV shows without a showrunner? This is <laughs> something we talked about years ago when we when they announced this shit as well. Um now, now there they have been reported, right? Um the Marvel series is making changes. What were you about to say, Van? I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, 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 that was it. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Allegedly, Marvel Studios now making changes, right? Reported changes, and these changes will be and I, as follows: shows will now have proper showrunners that write pilots in show bibles, basically a manifesto or a roadmap for the show going forward. So they hit all the big points they want to hit. Um, and there will now be a focus on multi-season serialized TV, basically the TV we watched growing up, um, rather than limited series. Um, I want to say this. A lot of people were like, damn, these points sound really familiar as if we've been talking about these all summer. Um, and shout out to the writers who came out and said, no, motherfuckers, Marvel and Kevin Feige's not doing this because they saw their they saw their process was failing and wanted to make a wholesale change. It's because the writers had a fucking strike and they won these points from the studios. 
It's not happening because Marvel thinks their process is bad. It's happening because the writers won. Yeah. I I, I don't think they're self-aware enough, even though you would think they would be, you know, after what happened with Secret Invasion. But, like, there's no self-awareness over there, man. Bro, I would... I would really hope at least like like the way the article was framed, like the way it actually read, it was basically as if like Kevin Feige was like, damn, I fucked up. We should right. do better. You know what I mean? Um, and that's not the case at all. It's 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 basically the studios being like, Yeah, bro, we agreed to some new shit, so you gotta switch shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and I don't wanna keep getting on how Marvel is stupid because we've been talking about it for the last three years. But you do want to get into the plot details of Daredevil, the first four episodes before this shit got canned, allegedly. Yeah, um, all right. So plot details are as follows for Daredevil Born Again, which the first four episodes have now been scrapped anyway. The series had become a legal procedural that did not resemble the Netflix version. Known for its action and violence, Daredevil did not even show up in costume until episode four. I want to pause here and give a note for everybody, right? Kevin Feige, I want to say two years ago. It was around the time Moon Knight was coming out, basically. Um, and that was also, I think, a couple months before Did Ever Born Again was actually announced. Um, basically, Kevin Feige and Charlie Cox has said some way in shape or form over the last couple of years that this show, Born Again, would not have the same degree of violence as the original Netflix version. They've been very clear about that shit this entire time. Mm-hmm. So I don't like how this point is being framed, but I'll continue as follows. It was said that, this is kind of funny, Karen and Foggy were set to be gunned down in the opening episode leading to Matt Murdock hanging up the cow for a whole year. Oh. That's hilarious. That isn't it? Oh. I'm sorry. Them getting Martha Martha and uh, Thomas Wayne in the first episode is hilarious. That's funny. Oh. The love interest for Matt was said to be Heather Glenn, who's actually like a, a source material love interest for him. But with this iteration being coincidentally Kingpin and Vanessa's couple therapist. Um so they would have they would have exposed some deeper darker criminal links. Um in the year that King no sorry in the year that Matt Bardock put down the cow of Daredevil, Kingpin had become mayor through a tough on crime campaign Explicitly targeting street level heroes such as Daredevil, Punisher, and Spider Man. Um, and Marvel, and Marvel, Matt was set to pick up the cow in episode four. Um, so basically, with all the details coming out, Van, how are you feeling about this? I'm gonna be honest, outside of Foggy and Karen getting smoked, which is hilarious, <laughs> I, I, I don't, it doesn't sound too bad. Like that, that outline, like that basic outline doesn't sound too bad, but like. Yeah, outside. Yeah, outside of Foggy getting smoked, like it, it. It sounds fun. Like honestly, I'm on. I'm gonna keep it 100 real with you. While I was reading this article, the way this is playing out, like literally the way it's it's written out, sounds exactly like how season three started. Yeah, essentially. Like season three started, it was basically oh, Electra's dead. A building fall, fell on me. I'm saying now I'm yeah, 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 yeah now I'm in the now I'm in the bottom of of the the church I grew up in with my not mama mama, you know right. what I mean? Right. Um, and didn't the there didn't Daredevil season three he didn't put the cow on till the either the end of the first episode or it was the beginning of the second because I remember he tried and got packed out the first time. Yeah, 
he tried to get packed out. Then he was basically all just uh, the black raps the whole whole time. Yeah, um, and he even put on the do rag until episode two or the end of episode one, like I said before. Um, and like that's I feel like that's a weird thing to use against a show and an odd thing to leak. Like, um, for context, in the Dark Knight Rises, Batman doesn't show up until like fifty minutes into the movie. Like, <laughs> he, he, Batman showing up starts the second act. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a weird point to like use against a movie, against a, a series, especially about a character such as Daredevil, who is known for bounty back from some crazy shit like this. You feel me? Like, yeah, I hate to, I hate to be the one like I don't want to take Kevin Feige stupid or like that, but this sounds like some very Daredevil shit, honestly and truly. Like, yeah, like it doesn't sound like you know too bad. It sounds decent. Yeah, like it sounds like some shit that would happen within the book or the show, um, or the comic or the literally the ongoing series now or the show. Honestly, it doesn't sound too far off what's going on in the Onglory series right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I think them leaking this basically to make the writers look bad was kind of whack. Um, especially since you were the one approving all these scripts. Like, once again, dog, we didn't we didn't hear a many a story, especially after the Victoria Alonso thing, that Kevin Feige is is very, very attention detail oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he approved shots scripts jokes quips you know what i mean like you mean to tell me four episodes of this shit passed you by before you were like no this is gonna work big man like (laughs) right right and i also think another problem that we me and you kind of knew that like something was off about this whole series was when it got announced it was gonna be 18 episodes like that's a lot of episodes for any character but especially for a daredevil show you know yeah especially for like one of the main complaints about the daredevil netflix show was I don't think we really needed 13 episodes a season. Yeah, you know what we, I mean? It really could have been a solid 10, 9. It would have been fine, you know? Um, and honestly, this this all sounded like some very Kevin Feige shit. Like, everything about this show that was coming out sounded exactly up his alley. So I think it's odd to basically frame it like, hey, yo, the niggas who were working on this, super trash. We're going to do this shit from the ground up. Um, But also, if you couldn't do it right the first time, what faith should we as viewers like not not even just like critics because like we're when we hear on the black man we basically serve as critics but like just regular ass people right if you are publicly announcing you fuck something up once four episodes into an 18 season 18 episode season what faith do we have you gonna get this right the second time right right unless you're you're going completely I, I'm being honest. I don't feel bad for them because this is your karma for bumping all the people that I originally worked on the Netflix. There show we go. And there we go. So I really have no sympathy for you, niggas. But the the you know you have the blueprint for a great Daredevil show. You know they have to make a choice. Are you gonna tell real adult storytelling? Not even so much about the gory and grittiness of it. Or are you gonna get in your own way and Disneyfy this shit? You know, um, they got a choice to make, and it's really on them. I. I will say most Daredevil fans, because I'm not going to sit here and cap, like, hey, ain't nobody ask Brady when to get beheaded with a car door again, because I've seen niggas explicitly ask for that shit to happen again. Um, I mean, that show was great, but, you know. It, it was amazing, don't get me wrong, but, like, do we honestly think Bob Iger's going to okay that shit? You yeah. feel me? With that being said, most Daredevil fans did not expect the same level of violence from the Netflix show to come into the Disney Plus show. Um but Kevin Feige talked at length about them nailing the tone and like the stylistic choices of the show, basically nailing the the spirit of the Netflix show. Right. Um, and if anything, this proves that was not true. Yeah, at all. 
this this is this is not your math. This proves like because what like we said, what we've read so far from this shit sounds horribly on track for the Netflix show. Yeah. Um, so if if this is what's going on and you're not cool with this, then you might be out of touch with what you're trying to make, my guy. Not to mention, this is like the third or fourth project we've heard about this in the last year with this yeah, issue. Exactly. Why, yo? Look, even if we look at Blade, bro, like Blade is going through three directors. Who knows how many scripts by now? Blade you know? is going through the movie equivalent of the exact same shit. Same issue, you know. So, it's a it's a problem, and you know, hopefully, it gets worked out, man. Because I I do want to see a good uh, Daredevil show. I actually miss like the you know Daredevil having a show, man. And then you got hey. able to get all the actors back, like the main ones. It's like, come on, you have an opportunity to do something special. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real. This might be controversial, right? Um I'm okay if the show doesn't come out at this point. Um if bro, you did a whole reboot four episodes and decide that's a third of a Netflix season, by the way, for everybody, for like comparison's sakes. Um, you got whole a third episode season end, a third of a season end. It was like, nah, I'm good, let's start over. Bro, I don't have faith in you doing this again. I I really have faith in you doing it the first time. To be completely honest, um, I I really think Marvel should really consider because like they've been talking a lot about prioritizing what they want to do post strike and the number of projects they've greenlit post strike or pre strike that you know are getting canned post strike. Um, if Daredevil and Blade got thrown to the wayside and never got made, I don't think we would lose anything. Um, I, I would be sick, bro, because those are the ones I really wanted, bro. Like, I, I would be like, we would be, Thunderbolts, nigga. yeah, like, we would be, <laughs> we would be personally upset because, like, we are super huge fans of it. And but because we are huge fans of that, we should not accept some mediocre ass adapt- adaptations. Um, God bless Charlie Cox for telling the company line. God is Vincent D'Onofrio, who actually came out today as well. It's basically like, you know, we feel bad for like this shit happening, but like, we've been through basically been through projects where multiple iterations has happened in the past, right? Um, with that being said, bro, uh, they brought in a bunch of new niggas and the new niggas couldn't get right the first time. And and you mean to tell me they're going to bring in more new niggas? Right. And then like, even once the, the strike is lifted, I'm sure they have commitments to other things that were committed upon before the whole strike went down. Yeah. Like, how's that scheduling going to line up, you know, to shoot a whole new series? Um, I think, especially with if Bob Iger ain't say it on national TV, on CNBC, I would not think it's true. But Bob Iger basically went on TV and was like, yo, Marvel going to have to cut that shit down. Yeah. Marvel going to have to you know, learn how to slow up and do, do more with less type shit. If I'm Bob Iger and you're telling me, all right, so like, does Daredevil, is Daredevil going to show up in like Jumpy Who Remains or some shit like that? And Kevin Feige tells me no, all right, cut that show. Is Blade going to show up in Feige Who Remains? No, cut that movie. That sounds like what's more likely going to happen at this point. That sucks, man. I, I really hope I'm wrong, but like, if it happens, I would not be... It wouldn't be the worst thing. Think of it like this. We already got three seasons of a great Daredevil show with a relatively satisfying ending. Yeah, but like, my, you know what my thing is? is like, my whole... My only gripe with the Daredevil show is how limited... Like he didn't really get to interact with any other characters. I'm known Daredevil's known to rock with, bro. So like now that he's finally in Marvel, you had the opportunity to put him with all these other characters. And for that to go the shit would be devastating. It would be terrible. It would it would be super awful, dog. Um, because it would basically like it would basically be them giving up on bringing Punisher back as well. 
Um, and it would it would basically lead for like Echo to go nowhere after her show. Um, and I'm not sure how much connectivity they're gonna have with with Tom Holland Spider Man moving forward, but. I assume if they were heavily pushing this in the show, then it might have been a big thing after. Or maybe like Daredevil was his sidekick for the next Spider-Man movie when he goes to college. Or get his GED, finally. Um, But I hope the show gets made, but if it don't, it won't be the worst thing ever to fucking happen. Um, I hope Blake gets made, but like if it don't, it wouldn't be the worst thing to ever happen at this point. Um, That's where I'm at with it. Van, any final thoughts before we get into the the soapbox of the week? Uh, nah, man. Uh, we can jump right into the soapbox. Uh, soapbox is, yo niggas, you know what time it is? Go fire a Spider Man one. Go fire up Miles Morales. You know what I mean? Some of you niggas, niggas being me, I haven't played that in like a year at least. We played it, so it might be time for me to jump back in as well. You know, uh, go fire that up, man. Before Spider Man two, man. Yeah, I tried to hop into that. I, I tried to hop into Miles cold as shit. No, Got my ass packed can't out, wise, dog. Can't wash. Gotta warm up, brother. Gotta warm up. I decided to be a man and go back to Arkham. So, yeah, man. <laughs> Polish up a Miles. Oh, <laughs> Polish up a Miles before the game comes out. Otherwise, you're going get, to get washed by some uh, Peace residents. You feel me? Uh-huh. Right. Practice that Venom Punch. Hey, and go watch Hocus Pocus, the Sarah Jessica Parker version, without it, without her, like uh, Barbara watches an epic. Um, that's all I got for y'all this week, man. Uh, I do want to say shout out to the Black Print. Um, Black Print on Amp is ending because Amazon is some hoes. Um, but I do want to give a special shout out to Justin and Josh and Mark um, for their work on Amp and that work on the work on their show. Um, I didn't get to tune in all the time because it's, it's during while we record and shit. Oh, but. That was it was a really cool show, and I'm really sad that the shit is ending. Uh, yeah. but the podcast is continuing, so make sure to t- stay tapped in with that. Um, Black Print RNC Radio. Uh, in addition to that, check into the lookout. Subs Lie Dubs Lie actually just started their season this week. Um, and they're starting with uh Eisen from Bleach. Go ahead and tap into that as well. Tap into the A show because we talked about wrestling for the first 15 minutes of this show, so y'all know the A show is special this week and yeah. the war report. So make sure to tap in for the, to the A show for the pre show report and for the war report for the post show report as well. Um, I think the rewriters room just came out with something new as well, but generally, shout out to Armand. Just, I love Armand generally. Shout out to you, you beautiful bald man. Yeah. Um, shout out to Ugly Radio Rob, shout out to Black Friend, shout out to BLT. Um, anything you want to shout? Anyone you want to shout before we get out of here, man? Uh, shout out to everybody, shout out to show your work, man. Shout out to show your work. Shout out to Larry. Shout out to Tim. Um, shout out to the Shotgun Confessions crew because it's almost time. No, um, Black Announce Table. I was just on Wiretap with uh, Manny E. Oh, shout out to them, man. Um, shout out to Manny. Um, just because the test thing popped in my mind 10 minutes ago. So shout out to Manny. <laughs> um, yeah. Follow us at Black Rain RNC. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, that's all I got to leave y'all this week. Uh, be nice to your neighbors. Wash your ass. And uh, Get them Bengay patches. The winter is coming. Y'all knees need it. And by y'all, I mean me. I'll see y'all next week. Peace.